you guys, please don't tell me I'm the only one with this problem. So I'm sitting here, right? I have my yerba mate, got my laptop, I got my whole setup going on right now. Finally got a comfortable position, my sounds are sounding pretty good. And as soon as I sit down, someone needs me to do something. Like, that never fails with me. Like, no matter what I do, whether I'm ready to fold laundry or ready to just do anything, someone needs me to do something that very second. <sighs> but it's all good. They got what they need, I got what I need. But welcome, welcome to the very first episode of Shay on Air. Yo, this is crazy. This is crazy that this is the first episode of many, many more to come. And if you're listening right now, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to me and what I have to say. And it's crazy. Like, I have been envisioning this project for the longest time. I just now had the lady balls to actually, you know, sit down and write about it, think about it, plan it out to make sure that it's gonna happen the way that I want it to happen because I feel like that's the most important part is if you're gonna do a project, like for me, I'm a perfectionist, so I need it to be exactly the way that I want it to be. Cause if it's not good enough for me, then it, to me, it's not going to be good enough for anybody. So for this first episode, I want it to be more of an introduction of myself to you guys because I feel like that's the most important part for me is that connection. I mean, you guys see what I post on social media and, you know, all that's all you guys see is you just see a post and a caption. You guys don't really get to, you know, feel me or, you know, what I'm about. And to me, that's the most important part because, you know, how, how do you make friends? I mean, you can't make friends without, you know, getting that connection or, you know, clicking with that first vibe that you get. So the introduction part for me is the most important. I had asked you guys on Instagram to send me a few questions about anything that you guys wanted to know about me, whether it's family related or if it's about the podcast, my goals, etc. You guys really did a good job with these questions. Um, you guys really thought out of the box. However, there was more questions than I thought I would get. So I'm only going to pick a few of them that would be most important right now. And the other questions I will answer on the next episode because I feel like those questions are more in depth and they are questions that are really, really good topics. And that's something that I could talk about for hours and I'm going to try to keep it short. So the next uh, couple of questions I'm going to answer as a whole because they all do relate to one another. The first question is what made me want to start a podcast? So to me, a podcast is more mobile. It's more, I guess, easier for me to, you know, get creative with a podcast compared to, you know, YouTube or IGTV and everything else it's just a podcast is in a way you know more sentimental i love the fact that you know you can hear my voice over a dope ass beat but you can't see me because i am not the best in front of the camera i hate taking pictures but it's funny because i could take pictures of myself but when other people do it i just i can't and I feel like it would be the same with, you know, videos. I could take a video on my own, but if someone else were to do it or to set up a camera, it would just, it would go, it would not go good for me. So yeah, a podcast, um, 
isn't something new to me. I do listen to a few. I do listen to um, TI's podcast. I listen to Big Mood Girls, uh, Wine and Weed, Call Her Daddy. There's several others that I tune into. And I love the fact that I can, you know, take them anywhere I go, whether I am doing dishes or, you know, homework. I don't have to sit there and, you know, watch a video and, you know, be afraid, you know, I'm going to miss something. So I feel like that would be easier for other people too, especially, you know, for my listeners, whether, like I said, whether you're doing homework, whatever it is, you know, I'm going to be mobile. I'm going to be able to just be right there, you know, through your Bluetooth headphones or your earphones or whatever it is, your speaker. So, yeah it's just a podcast i don't know it just suits me a lot better than anything else the next one is what is my focus with the podcast so with this podcast i necessarily don't have um goals set in stone with it yet which i know may sound bad but i kind of just want to go you know with the flow with it for a while i don't want to set any standards i don't want to you know put myself on a high pedestal because I am a perfectionist and if it's not perfect I it's it's gonna drive me nuts so with this podcast I'm gonna try to do my best you know to keep it mellow to keep it um simple and you know something that I can you know do every day and not have to stress about it which so far I'm loving and it's it's been hard not gonna lie it's been hard because I do have twins and getting the time to record and to edit and everything has been a challenge but um as time goes on I'm, I'm sure i could find a routine to go along with it so with the podcast um my podcast i want to say i consider it more of like um a venting session sort of like a blog that i will tell you guys about you know certain things that happen throughout my weeks or months or you know my certain experiences along with you know things that um i want to talk about you know certain topics um whether it's politics or you know school food you know just everything i want to i want to put it all out there and um another person asked me um will i have any people on the podcast like if i will interview others and i am open to that I love that idea because I obviously don't have a co-host, you know, it's just me. But that doesn't mean, you know, I just want it all about me. I would love, you know, to have other people on here. So um, if you're an entrepreneur or if you're just now starting a business, whatever it may be, or if you're an artist, a musician, you are more than welcome to DM me and, you know, we'll set something up. Um, I currently am, let me just put this out there. I am currently looking for a graphic designer. So if you're a graphic designer, DM me. Um, we'll work on something um, that I've been wanting to plan out for a while. So yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, just let me know. The next one is, what inspired me to do this podcast? And to be honest, I really didn't know how to answer this question at first until I really thought about it. But I don't know if it's just me, but have you guys ever just, you know, want an outlet, I guess, but you really don't know, you know, where to go or um, where to turn to on certain things? I mean, sure, you have quotes and you have, you know, YouTube videos and you have family and friends, but sometimes that's just not soothing enough, I want to say. So for me, my inspiration came from myself. 
I've been planning this podcast for a while and I was more afraid of um, letting myself down and, you know, not going through with it. But at the same time, I had to remind myself that I was doing it for me. I was doing it for all the reasons that I know would benefit me. And not only me, but um, to my listeners. And it's funny because I do have a lot of people who DM me on Instagram. And it's crazy because this has been happening for a few months now. But some I've got a few DM messages. And they're, it's funny because they're all from females. And they'll ask me like for the most simple advice. And I don't know why. And I feel like I kind of give good advice but at the same time I feel like I don't know what the hell I'm saying and that's another reason that um, pushed me to start this podcast because I mean yeah I can you know send you a long text message or call you over the phone and you know tell you you know what I think on certain situations that you brought up to me and with the podcast I just thought okay well what if there's other people who are thinking the same thing but excuse me (laughs) but don't really have you know that same outlet or who are afraid you know to text someone and it's just it just seemed right it just seemed like the timing in my life right now seemed perfect you know to start this i feel like a lot of people have gotten to know me a little bit more on that level and they know that um, they don't have to be afraid to ask me anything or you know to call me whenever they need you know words of encouragement or whatever it is So I don't know, my inspiration just came from, I guess, me and, you know, like I said, just the past couple of months, people were just, you know, just, I wouldn't say demanding things, but wanting answers. And I honestly love that. Like, I love getting to know people on a certain level and I love when they ask me in-depth questions. And it's just like, I don't know, like the timing in my life seemed perfect for me to start this right now because if I didn't start it I probably would have never started it so it's just something that I told myself okay quit the bullshit like we're gonna start it right now so this is the last question uh, pertaining to the podcast so this person asked me um, what is my genre on my podcast you know is it gonna be politics is it gonna be news is it gonna be like a mommy vlog you know what is it so to answer that question it's gonna be everything it's gonna be you know mommy things it's gonna be music things it's gonna be you know things that are happening in the world today it's gonna be things that are happening back on the reservation today it's gonna be about my week my month and like i said um i am an open book and if you guys have things that you would like me to talk about you know you're more than welcome to dm me or better yet you're more than welcome to um be on the podcast with me i don't know i don't, i didn't really come into the podcast you know thinking okay well this is what it's going to be about because that's not who i am as a person i'm not just you know one solid rock um there's many sides of me and there's many sides that people get so I didn't want, you know, to just have, you know, one solid thing because I feel like that wouldn't sit comfortable with me knowing that I'm focusing on one thing when I know myself, I know myself and I know that I'm going to wander off from topic to topic. So 
yeah i don't have a genre you guys um, if you guys have opinions or anything you're more than welcome to dm me so now that we're done with all the techie questions about the podcast it's time for y'all to get to know me a little bit more and what i'm about so um before we start i want to give a huge thank you to noctimus prime the beat you're hearing now um he created for me he is a producer and a dope ass mixer i love this beat so much when i first heard it i played it over and over again because it just it was the exact sound that i wanted and um for the podcast i know some people um told me well you could have just used you know the free samples or whatever it was and i didn't want that (laughs) i hear those same samples all the time on youtube or on instagram and i wanted it unique and i wanted it to you know portray me so um i told him how i wanted it to sound i gave him examples and i was excited when i first heard it like he hit it right on the spot um so yeah shout out to him um he did make one more beat for me but i'm gonna save that one a little for a little later so now let's get into the the tea the juice the whatever it is you guys wanted to know about me um i'm surprised about the questions that you guys asked um about the personal you know me you guys really thought outside of the box with these and that made it more fun for me my friends had fun with this too i mean they asked me the most stupidest questions but (laughs) they're gonna be mad because i am not gonna answer some of them right now that that's for another time so the first question uh is what is my favorite music to listen to i don't have a genre i love any type of music uh whether it's techno rock country hip-hop and r&b uh southern rap everything i listen to just about anything if it catches you know my ear i'm gonna i'm gonna sit there and listen to it um the cool thing that i like to do is i like to pick up most of my songs from movies and shows there's this uh one show i just got done watching on hulu it's called um infidelity with uh zoe kravitz it's a dope show i love it because it's also about music there's a lot of music incorporated into that show but um when i finished the first episode i love the soundtrack to the first episode um when it was over i googled the whole soundtrack and i download downloaded it on spotify if you guys hear like a can or whatever or me like slurping i'm drinking the red bull summer edition in the flavor watermelon and it is so good you guys have to try this if you don't know me yet um fun fact red bull is like my favorite energy drink i drink those a lot and i probably shouldn't i would definitely give that flavor a try it tastes like an arizona tea but more citrusy i want to say but uh anyway back to the questions this person asked where am i from i am from uh which is in wide runes arizona i was born in Ganado. Um, my family's lived um, in Wide Runes. I went to school in Wide Runes. I went to school in Sanders. And when I was 10, I moved to Las Vegas, Nevada. I stayed there for a few years. And then um, my family and I, we moved to Albuquerque. 
I lived in Albuquerque majority of my life. I went to school there, I finished middle school there, um, high school, college, and after that I explored to Phoenix. And Phoenix has always been the hardest uh, place to consider home. I never liked it. It was just something I, I couldn't get used to. Uh, mostly because I couldn't get that home feeling um, like I do in Albuquerque. In Albuquerque, a lot of people say like, oh, Albuquerque's like trash, Albuquerque's scary. It's To me, it's not. Like, I love that everyone is so humble and I love that uh, that New Mexico true, I don't know, just the vibe and just the people there. And the beer. I love the beer. New Phoenix has nothing on New Mexico beer. I know some of you are going to be like, that's not true. But I don't know. It's just taking me a while to adjust to Phoenix. But, um slowly it'll get there um yeah albuquerque is just is just my little home um my parents currently still live there and um yeah albuquerque will always have a special um place for me been through a lot of things there and it's just i don't know it's just you ever like go somewhere like when you go back to grandma's house and it's just automatic home as soon as you see her house you're just like oh i'm home and don't get me wrong, I feel that way about my grandma's house too. But Albuquerque is just, it's a little different for me. So the next one, um, someone asked if I was Navajo. <laughs> if you can't tell by my high cheekbones and my super res accent, I am 100% um, Navajo. Uh, my mom is from, um, like I said, Beishtoklish. Um, my dad is from Delcon. However, I really didn't keep up um, with my dad and his family growing up. I was mostly just with my mother and my grandmother. So the next question is, am I fluent in Navajo? I am not. And um, I know some people are gonna be like, oh, you, you don't know your language and all that. It's not that I don't know my language. I just don't know how to speak it fluently. And keep in mind when I say fluently, that mean, it means what it means fluently. Um, but I do know enough, you know, to get my point across to an elder or, you know, enough to where when my grandma's talking to me, I know what she's saying. Um, like I said, um, when I was 10, I moved out of the reservation into a bigger city and there was no one there. There was no one there to um, teach me anything. There was no one there was no one there to say, you know, she has your hair. This is what you say or this is how you say it. My mom didn't speak fluent Navajo. She, of course, knows how to say certain things, just like I do, but that's that's all I had. And I have no control over that. If I stayed on the reservation, I'm pretty sure I would have been fluent. Um, a lot of people, I remember growing up, told me that... Uh, sorry, I'm trying to reach for something. Told me that um, their school that they went to... It was a requirement to take an Navajo class or to take an Navajo government class. And for me, I didn't have that option. And I thought that was crazy. I mean, I would have loved to have the opportunity, you know, to take those classes. But I didn't. I grew up in a white man's city and that's just that's just how it how it went. And I know some people are gonna be like, Oh, well you don't know your language and you know, you're you're an outsider or you don't know who you are and that's not true i know where i come from i 
know who my grandmother is i know who my father is and that's just that's enough for me i know i know my culture enough to where if someone were to tell me okay well you know you don't know anything and i i don't know i, I that's a touchy topic that i will probably talk on another episode with next question how old are you how old do i look i should probably post that on instagram how old do you guys think i am but i i think i posted my age on my instagram before so i don't know if you guys saw it or remember it but um i'm 24 years old uh my birthday just passed um just past december december 11th so yeah i'm a sagittarius i overthink a lot and that i like to argue <laughs> If you know your um, horoscope signs, then you know how Sagittarius is and how they can be. But yeah, I'm 24. I'm super scared to turn 25. But at the same time, I'm excited because I feel like I've accomplished a lot within, you know, my 24 years. And I kind of stayed on track with, you know, my goals age-wise. The next question, what is the first thing I notice about someone? And don't think I'm shady or being judgmental when I answer this. It's just something that kind of grew on me. Um, I used to work at Foot Locker. I was an assistant manager at Foot Locker, Lady Foot Locker, and Kids Foot Locker. I honestly worked at every branch now that I think about it, uh, except Foot Action. So, um, I mean, when you work at a shoe store, I mean, obviously you deal with shoes all day. So, when a customer would come in, the first thing I would look at was their shoes. And uh, that's that's just something that you know stuck with me. So you know, if I meet you, and the first thing I'm looking at is your feet, <laughs> don't take it wrong. I'm not judging, you know, what you're wearing or anything like that. Um, it's just something that I, like I said, it just grew on me. And it's also like, in a way, a conversation piece. Like if I meet you and you're wearing some dope sneakers, like right then and there, I'm gonna tell you, and it'll just turn into a conversation. So I guess that's a good thing. The next question why do i love music so much i cannot answer that question in one simple answer um i could talk about that for days um music is just a huge part of who i am when i wake up in the morning the first thing i reach for is my bluetooth earphones and i always keep them on the right side of my bed so when i wake up i put them in I play whatever comes to my mind and that's honestly how I start my day every day. Music is just a part of me. I'm never not listening to music whether it's on my earphones or if it's on you know my bluetooth speaker it's it's always there and that's just how, how it was. Growing up music was always there. I remember um, I would always ask my grandma to buy me the most recent CDs and it was funny because every time I asked for one, she would have to look at, you know, the cover. I remember um, my uncles, they would pick me up from the bus stop. And every time they picked me up, it was either, you know, in their car or on the ATV. And if it was in their car, um, they would pick me up and they'd be like, oh, like, let's go to Clagato. And if you don't know where Clagato is, it's right between Sanders and Ganado. So we would go to Clagato and we would get some snacks and all that and uh, we wouldn't talk like we wouldn't talk in the car we wouldn't say anything like oh how was your day or how was school nothing like that I would just get in I would throw my backpack in the trunk and I would sit on the passenger side and my uncle Will or my uncle Blair they would put in whatever they're listening to 
in the CD player and they would it would just play. And it's funny because back then I don't remember skipping a track. I don't remember like fast forwarding anything like I do now. And we would just sit there. We would just sit there and we would just listen, get our snacks and go home. And that was one of my favorite memories growing up. Next question. When are you going to get glasses? <laughs> Like I said, I told you some of my friends are going to ask me some stupid questions. If you guys don't know, I have horrible vision. Like, my vision is horrible, but I don't wear glasses. I don't know why, it's just that I haven't made the time to go make an appointment. And I feel like I would look stupid as fuck wearing glasses, but I need them. <laughs> so hopefully I make time for it to actually go get some and actually stay committed to wearing them. Next question, what am I afraid of? What is my biggest fear? I don't have a, I don't know, I guess a, a fear. When I hear fear, when I when someone will ask me this question, the first thing I think of is what I'm afraid of, and that's, that's birds. It sounds stupid, but I am so terrified of birds, and everyone makes, makes, fun of, makes fun of me for this. Like, if we're walking around Walmart and we're getting outside and if there's like a flock of birds in front of me i will have someone walk walk in front of me and chase them away i am just i'm so terrified of birds uh because growing up my nolly she had um she had chickens she had chickens and she had a rooster and i remember one day um my papa and i went to go visit her and i got out of the truck and in front of uh, my nolly's house she had like a kind of like a um what are those porch things called like this like a sliding door sort of thing but at the bottom she had nailed like a like a wood crate in front of it and i guess that was to keep like the chickens away from it i'm not too sure why the door was like that <laughs> it's just one of those things like you ever go back home and your grandma has like something built for whatever reason <laughs> that was like one of those things but um yeah she had that and i remember i was trying to like get through to get through the door but i couldn't and all of a sudden you see her mean ass rooster coming towards me and i started booking it and that was small and it was chasing me and after it ch started chasing me um the chickens and the chicks started chasing me and i was just i was just scared <laughs> it just frightened me so bad so ever since then i've been scarred for life like i am so terrified of birds chickens anything with wings in the beak like it freaks me out so this next person asked with cooking how do you feel about the skill level you have boy i'm a 10 out of 10 you already know my cooking is bomb you tell me all the time <laughs> i'm just kidding but um i don't really think of cooking as like a level i want to say i feel like i improved a lot with my cooking I'm not saying like I never knew how to cook or anything, but the way that I cook, um, this person tells me all the time too, I literally mix anything together. I only do that because growing up, I remember, you know, my grandma wouldn't have that much money. She would just you know, go to the trading post and just get potatoes or and some veggies and spam or whatever it was and just mix it all together and it would be, it would be freaking good. Like it would be really good. I don't know how she did it it's just she just makes anything together and i do that you know to this day i would just get you know random meats veggies rice whatever and just 
plan as I go. And if you don't know, I I do love cooking. I've always wanted to, you know, pursue that. I wish I took culinary school, but you know, in my mind at the time, I didn't think that would bring me anywhere in life. But um, it's something that I like to do. It's something that is a huge stress reliever for me. I cook whatever I think will, you know, sound good and taste good. And for me, the key is uh, spices. I love to use a lot of spices. Um, I don't cook with any frozen vegetables. All my veggies I cook are fresh. Um, I feel like it's a lot cheaper to do that and a lot faster. I don't really have a level. I just, you know, cook whatever comes to mind. This next question, I was excited to answer. Do you guys ever get like, okay, so let's say you're sitting in a classroom and, you know, the teacher asks you a question and you know that question, like, you know exactly what you're going to say. Like, you're just too hyped to answer it because, you know, you know that shit right off the back. That's how I feel with um, this question. So this person asked me what was my favorite concert and why. A few years ago, I got a chance to see Black uh, in Albuquerque at the El Rey Theater. And this was a day before my birthday. And if you guys don't know, Black is one of my top favorite artists. I love everything about him. I love his music. I love the person that he is. I love the father figure that he is. He's just amazing. So uh, I first discovered Black when he released uh, Problems. And that is on his Free Black album. And during that time that the album was released, I was going through a lot. There was a lot going on in my personal life and it was just it was just too much. And that album helped me a lot. It helped me cope with a lot. It helped me keep my composure on certain things. It was just there. Black was just there. And that song had a story. It had a story to everything that I was going through and um, even with the next album he released, East Atlanta Love Letter, that album was released in September of 2018, and the concert was in December. So it gave me a few months to get to know the album, and as soon as I heard it, I fell in love with it. And I was going through a lot during that time as well, and that song, that whole album is a huge part of me. I hold it very close to me and a lot of uh, my family and my friends know that. Each song on that album has a story to me and um, it's just one of those things that you hold close to you. That's just that's just something that I will never forget. And um, back to the concert. <laughs> I'm getting way too off topic and that'll be another discussion for another time. But um, anyway, back to the concert. And uh, this concert wasn't your typical general pass, it was a meet and greet pass. And that made it more exciting because I've never seen a celebrity in person. I've never shook a celebrity's hand or anything like that. So that made it more exciting and I just did not want to make a fool out of myself in front of him. I remember I planned out my outfit, um, planned out my sneakers, planned out every detail. And so uh, we get to the venue. And before we get into the venue, we're sitting in a car and we're taking a few sips of a bottle. I forgot what I got. I can't remember, but I do remember I wanted to turn up because it was uh, the day before my birthday. But I didn't want to get, you know, you know, too turned up to where 
I don't remember anything or anything like that. I just wanted, you know, to have a good vibe. So we were doing that in the car for a bit. And then we saw the meet and greet line um, forming. So we got in line, got our backstage passes, got inside. And I remember there was this girl standing in front of me. And she was alone. And I thought that, okay, well, maybe her friends are at the merch station or, you know, getting a drink or whatever. But no one came. No one came up to her. And... She was alone. So I started talking to her and she had told me that um, she worked that day. She worked that day at the concert and she got off early and drove from Las Cruces to Albuquerque just to be there. And to me, that was dope. It was crazy because I've never um, came across someone who would go, you know, to that certain extent on, you know, just meeting someone. So I thought that was pretty cool. And she was telling me that she tried to get other people to go with her to the concert, but, you know, no one... You know wanted to go she even offered to buy people their ticket but i guess no one was interested so she was just like fuck it i'm just gonna go by myself but anyway uh i told her i felt bad because she was alone so i told her well you can you know stand with us hang out with us if you want and she was like okay so she stayed with us for a little bit and then eventually after um she met black i kind of lost her next year you know it was my turn uh, to meet him and all i saw was this um gray um silver pillar holding up like a white poster and in front of that poster you could see like his shadow and um i remember i gave him a hug and i was telling him how much his music means to me and how much you know it's gotten me through so many things and um he's just like thanking me for you know supporting him and all that and um he gave me a hug we took our picture and i remember i was holding on to him <laughs> I was holding on to him and I looked at him and I was like, can I get one more hug? And he was like, oh, of course. He gave me another hug and I was just like, it was just something that you don't get to experience a lot. So after the um, meet and greet, we stood up front um, and I remember there was only about maybe one or two people in front of us. So we were fairly close to the stage. We're really close to the stage and the first performer was an upcoming rapper. I mean, his set was pretty good. I don't remember his name, but um, his set was pretty good. And then the next person who came on was Ari Lennox. And I am so happy I got to see Ari Lennox live. And to be honest, I wasn't a fan of her. Like when I first found out that she was going to be on tour with him, I just, I didn't care for her. I didn't care for female rappers in that year. I'm not female rappers, uh, female singers in that year. And I was just like, okay, she's performing. I don't know how I feel about it. But she came out and she performed uh, Whipped Cream. And after she performed that song, I was hooked on her. Like, I listened to her music after that concert. And I was just thinking, like, dude, you were missing out on all of this. So, yeah, Ari Lennox was amazing. She performed a couple of songs. And she was just, she was just so beautiful. She wore, like, this black um dressy lacy thing and um her hair was short hair was curly and her whole vibe just like fit the whole setting after her uh black came on and that was amazing he played uh most of east atlanta love letter and he played uh, a few of his songs from free free black which was cool and uh one song in particular got me emotional because the song had a lot of meaning to me but it also made me feel safe. It made me feel like, okay, Danielle, you deserve to be here at this concert. Like, you went through so much 
and you know this artist is here in front of you you know singing everything that you've been through every song he was playing i remember the exact thing that i was doing the exact thing i was crying for at that time and just thinking about it when he performed stan that was a song that got me emotional when he was performing stan i just i was crying because i was just happy but at the same time i was sad and all these emotions were just like coming out of me but i don't know it was just one of those once in a lifetime experiences and i haven't been to many concerts so i don't really have a lot to compare um but that would by far be the most humble experience i've ever I've ever got to experience okay guys as i said that question was going to be the last question for this first episode i wanted this first episode to be more of an introduction more of um i don't know i guess like a first person type of vibe you know when you meet someone for the first time and it's just you and them and you're trying to you know get to know one another get on that feel if this is something you know that's going to build into a friendship or not or if you need another try that's what i wanted this first episode to be um like i said i do have topics lined up for this podcast i am open to you know uh question more questions i'm open to topics that you would like me to talk about um discussions you know you guys are more than welcome to dm me if you <clears throat> want me to um review you know your business or your music or whatever it is uh you can always dm me as well and uh yeah um i was a little late on posting this episode because my um oldest uh son had a head cold so i was more um focused on that and attending to that so this first episode is releasing on a monday so that means that um every episode will release on a monday from here on out and uh yeah thank you so much for listening you guys i hope it was a good time i hope i didn't bore you and i hope my i hope you understood i hope you could understand see what i mean my lisp and my overbite is annoying as fuck but i hope you understood what i was saying um i hope my res accent wasn't too res for you and yeah this is shay on air and i will let you guys know when the next episode will be posted